1: To your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the duo. Of feathery, the the weather, in any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese is Philadelphia. Both- when Zach kicking it cooler than two. Zach runs off with his valet key He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some words friends. The early bird gets the worm prefers getting turned like a turn on some words with friends. Bush and coming at you with steps and things flapping. We are going to rip out friends. the hearts of other podcasts. We are gonna Birds bite off friends. their eyeballs. We're going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Tuesday afternoon playoff week. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Marissa Dunn here to talk about Saturday night's primetime divisional round matchup against the New York football giants. The third time these two teams will play each other within a matter of six weeks. This is class versus crass. We've got Zach to talk about all of the uh, parts of this matchup, what's going on with the Eagles, the injury report. But uh, the, the, the people want to know. Everybody has been reaching out. They want to know what Zach thinks about the comments from Nick Sirianni today. That uh astute Eagles fans are calling hashtag Pizzagate.
2: <laughs> so the context for those who did not tune into the press conference today is Nick Sirianni was watching the game on Sunday, like all of us were the Giants Vikings game. Bo asked him the
1: question. About where he was. I asked him the question and he didn't give a great answer. And then you got to give respect to Tim McManus. (laughs) He circled back at the end of the press conference. He's like, "Hey, back to that question. Could you give us a better answer?" Yeah, he wanted more color on it.
2: And uh, Nick Sirianni was in the mood for um, stuffed crust Pizza Hut pizza. Am am I saying it correctly? Uh, I I don't eat Pizza Hut. Um, So
1: (laughs) whoa. Oh, that's uh, how you really feel Nose that. in the air. Pizza <laughs> snobbery from the Burma man. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? I thought a day without – a day with pizza is better than a day without. Sure. I would eat Pizza Hut, but mm, – But you do I mean, typically
2: there's, there's, uh, there's, there's better pizza around you, I think. I, I don't think that's a stretch to say in Philadelphia. Um, but that he wanted the stuffed crust variety, and he I think he said he can't have it at home, right? Mm. So – uh he had it with the guys in in the uh offensive yeah, staff. On an
1: all, all the time diet at the Sirianni household. <laughs> no pizza.
2: Uh Kevin Patoa wanted the volume down. Nick Sirianni won the volume up. And they were just a bunch of football coaches eating stuffed cross pizza. Um, he would not reveal whether it was pepperoni or sausage. Uh, but he had the Competitive stuff
1: advantage, pizza. yeah.
2: Yes, and so. Look, I I don't hold it against Nick Sirianni. Pizza is the best type of food you can eat. It's mm-hmm. it's just that it's mixed
1: to water, of course.
2: I could give you um 15 places within a 1 mile radius of of uh you know their training facility where you where you can okay. get Okay,
1: answer that answer that then. If you were if you were Nick Sirianni on Sunday, what pizza would you have ordered for the group?
2: Um that's a good it's question.
1: Fifteen miles, fifteen places within a one mile radius. I mean,
2: yeah, but you got. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm usually an eat there uh, uh, kind of person. Okay, well, uh, that's not an
1: option in this.
2: Yeah. So so what places deliver around there? Um, if you give me one minute, I can look up the places that that deliver in South. Oh, Florida. you just
1: said I, can, I could give you fifteen places. Yeah, that, within a that, one mile radius.
2: Yes, that, that. But I I don't get it delivered. When I'm at the Care complex, let me.
1: All right, Marissa, what's your Pizza Hut take?
3: Um. Okay, so I, I did have a conversation with this, um with Michael about this, because I figured this would be how we started the show. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, but we're predictable. I know
3: Beau very well. Um, so, I mean, I've had celiac. I knew I had celiac for the past seven years, so I really haven't had any of these places. I would probably pick Domino's, or this might be controversial, Little Caesars over Pizza Hut um back in the day but i mean i do like a stuffed crust there's a lot of comments in the chat like criticizing a stuffed crust and i used to always love a stuffed crust so i'm not knocking that
2: What's so go ahead zach so if if you just wanted like the closest one there you can go to Celebrities right there in the packer park complex right and
1: if they don't want the closest they, okay this well, is not you I mean, Can't you talk a big game? You come oh, wait, in with fifteen okay, places it. within a one mile radius, and you're just giving me celebrators because it's closest. Well, my favorite pizza is
2: Tacanelli's, but you, you could you'd probably send a quality control coach to go pick it up for That's you. That's not right? within a mile. Okay, okay, not within a mile.
1: Um, is this is like when you ask. This is like when you ask, you know, Nick Sirianni or Jonathan Gannon at the start of their tenure with the team. Uh, what are the, what are the statistics that matter to you that you measure success by? And then you're able to cycle back to them. You, you said it, I'm holding you to your own stance. Yes. Okay.
2: So we're talking about delivery. Well, that, that would deliver there. I mean, you can get Santucci's delivered down there.
1: Okay. Or somebody, somebody could go pick it up.
2: Yeah. So that's what I, okay. So, I mean, Angelo's is probably a mile and a half from there, right? We can easily say Angelo's here. I mean, that would be, be a tougher a deal to do,
1: Although I mean, if you're the Eagles, you can make a call. Okay.
2: Yeah, you
1: know, uh, you know, you're not you playing by the same rules. Yeah, you, yeah, you can get nomad. Nomad would,
2: uh, you know, Howie Roseman once got us nomad for on on draft weekend. Um, I, I mean, like like we can go down the list. There's so many good places. So, but I appreciate the fact that they're eating pizza. I also think we've spent way too much time on this topic. When the Eagles have a playoff game against the New York Giants on Saturday, a divisional round playoff game, the first time the Eagles are hosting. A divisional round playoff game since 2017. First time they're playing in one since 2018. Um, so a lot to discuss with this game.
1: So have you never had Pizza Hut?
2: Oh, growing up, I I used to have it. Okay. Um, and then I
1: would I agree with Marissa. Uh, Domino's is better than Pizza Hut. I think not even close. Yeah. Like I could, I I I don't think I've ordered or had either one in a very long time. But I could I could talk myself into a situation where. You have a you have like a a pregnancy craving for Domino's, mm. not Pizza Hut, no thanks. I, I, I little Caesars, you know, at least that's like a it's kind of weird. Yeah, as opposed, Bo's to such Pizza a
2: Hunt's company man. Both or he's 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 like Roger Goodell Jr. here because Little Caesars is the sponsor of the NFL, so he he has to give that them Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Back.
1: Uh, when I used to cover Ariana the Giants, gets
3: a Pizza Hut sponsorship out of this—that's what I want to know.
1: Well, good, mm-hmm, question. good question. If you could, I, I what's your?
0: I don't
2: your... think so, but, maybe, but uh, maybe so. Should we do? Do we, need, do we need to do a fast food draft? <laughs> no, we could talk football real quick. I mean, just for real like.
1: <laughs> so we gotta get like we gotta get through three segments in this episode. Two breaks. There's only so much football we can talk. I mean. I really didn't expect Do this we consider to start of the show. do we consider Pizza Hut fast food or like like mm. fast food pizza sort of a separate? Yeah, that's separate.
3: I think it's separate too. Mm. It doesn't have a drive-through. I feel like fast food is drive-through. That's what I would consider.
2: Interesting. Okay, so that takes mm. some of my options off the table then. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a uh, a Five Guys?
3: Well, 15.
2: <laughs> or you know, a Panera? Okay. Um Like a fast drive-through.
1: Panera is a chain. It's not fast food. What?
2: What's? I mean, isn't McDonald's a chain? Isn't Burger King a chain? Yeah, but Wendy's a chain.
1: Yeah, those are subsets. But Panera is not fast food.
2: Okay, so I'm, I'm. I guess they. It's the fast casual brand. If if you're going into the the marketing genre, I'm thinking of a place where you go, you order. And you get it as fast food, a place where you're not, there's, there's not okay. like weight service, right? That's, that's, that's what I would distinguish. But if we want to go traditional fast food, then what well, you're talking, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell. Um, yeah, that's
3: what I okay. would
2: think. Fast food.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Bojangles. Yeah. I mean, we don't, we don't actually oh, have to do the draft, but it's
2: Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then yeah, you got Chick- of course you like Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is number yeah. one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Does it have to be yeah. in the student union, Matt? Yeah. Do, Zach,
1: do you also well, let me ask you this? Zach, do you also hate M and M's? I
2: like I I, I like M and M's. I don't eat candy very often, mm-hmm. but um, you put M and M's in a cookie. I love it. You put it, you know, put okay. M and M's in a brownie. You put M and M's on. Yeah. How do you feel about Hobby Lobby?
3: Oh, I love With, Hobby Lobby.
2: What's Hobby Lobby? Is there something I'm allowed to Google? Uh, the
3: Store Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Where you get like all those like little signs yeah. and stuff.
1: Okay. So why
3: is it a controversial thing to like Hobby Lobby?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll let you guys stand on the side of Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby and I'll be on the other side. If that's, oh, no. if you don't I, don't, I
3: don't know what the meaning behind it is. I just like the little trinkets. Oh, the
1: store. I, I like
2: Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. Okay. And their ethics
1: you like. You, you.
2: Oh, I, no, please don't. Don't paint me into this corner. I, yeah, I, like, I didn't know. To. I didn't know
3: those things either. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Okay. No, I'm aware of what he's talking about here, but I'm not. Um, I think you can separate the chicken sandwich from. From everything else, so you Separate anyway, the
1: art from the artist.
2: Very much so. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's 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 get <laughs> the football.
1: Wow. We started on Pizzagate and we're ending very close to Pizzagate. Uh, with that in mind, I guess we send it over to the stone cold newsman himself live. Um, you throw off my game outside a, uh, uh, a Chick-fil-A with all his, with all his evangelical friends. It's Zach Berman with the latest on the playoff Eagles.
2: The Federal Eagles returned to work on Tuesday at the Nova Care Complex. It was there Wednesday. So that means they had a Wednesday walkthrough. They did not have a full practice. But had they had a full practice, Jalen Hurts would have been a full participant. Jalen Hurts is no longer on the injury report. That's a good sign for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts speaking today said he he's all right. You know, he he didn't suggest there was a problem. He said there's a bounty on him every week, so he's just going to play football. It's not as if he's, you know, more worried about them going after his shoulder this week. Uh, Avante Maddox remains sidelined with the toe injury. No update on his status, but did not he would not have participated. Lane Johnson, Linval Joseph, and Robert Quinn would all have been limited. Spoke to Lane Johnson on Friday, so that was after our last podcast, and Lane uh, says he's going to play. He said that the Thursday practice, so that's tomorrow's practice. The Wednesday practice this week is going to be the big test for him because he'll get game-like reps at, at, at full speed, and he won't be on uh, pain ing- he 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 won't be on pain medicine. So he'll kind of see how that feels during practice. Um, but he he clarified that this is an adductor injury, not a core injury. And I know there's some people who are saying. Well, the adductors part of the core. I think he was referring to like a sports hernia injury, something of that. the The way we typically talk about a core muscle injury. So he 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 wanted that clarified. And what
1: did he say about the reporting on that subject?
2: <laughs> uh, he, he he said it was a uh, it was premature. He said that he was he was uh, not out of the um, MRI room when the first report came out, and he said he doesn't mind if you tweet it, but. <laughs> At least get your information. Right. right. So yes. yeah, that's essentially what he said. Uh, back to you in the
1: studio, Bo. Okay, Zach. So uh, let's, let's, let's talk about the Hertz thing first, because I think we can agree that this is the big question about this game. Um, Jalen Hurts not on the injury report. As you said, last we saw him was week 18 against these same giants, although it was not these same giants because it was a bunch of their backups. The Eagles had a vanilla game plan, but Jalen Hurts was extremely cautious on the field. As we all know, the Eagles called the game with that in mind. Um, if that is the case in the playoffs, it's a different Eagles team. If the reins are off, this seems like a matchup that that certainly favors the Eagles. What is your expectation for uh, the way that the Eagles are going to use Jalen Hurts and the way that Jalen Hurts is going to play?
2: My expectation is Jalen Hurts plays like Jalen Hurts out there, that he's going to run... That you'll see Jalen Hurts in the uh, in as close to the MVP form as he as he can be physically. Now the Giants' defense will probably do some things to try to disrupt him. You'll you'll see blitzing against him, and Hurts uh, will need to be able to adapt to it, as I imagine we'll discuss. Uh, this is a different Giants team, personnel wise, than the team the Eagles beat up in Week 14, right? So there's. There are, are going to be challenges. But from a physical perspective, I don't expect Hurts to be limited. I think they're going to run him. I think they're going to
1: utilize him. And how about Lane Johnson? you think he's Lane good Johnson, to, go going yeah, to
2: go? Yeah, Lane Johnson's going to play. I, I, I fair. I feel he's fairly confident yeah, in
1: yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, he's, Do you he, think it's he, like a very tepid try it out? Like this is a – we should expect a Jason Peters-like uh, game from him? Or? No, so, so he
2: referred to players who've played – with this injury, he mentioned Cameron Jordan played in the playoffs, uh, 2019, I, I believe it was. Uh, with this injury, he was actually when I last spoke to Lane, so that was Friday. Uh, he was trying to get in touch with Cameron Jordan to find out about playing with it. Mm. I think there's there's uh, there's going to be pain, um, and he says this is going to be easier to play with. I don't I don't know if he used the term easier, better to play with than the ankle injury.
1: He said, I thought he was talking about the act, like the actual rehab. The actual rehab. Maybe so. Like, like the nuisance of it.
2: It it could be that I, I had asked him a question about like, you know, for those who've known him for 10 years, it seems every year he's playing with something. Right. And in that answer, he, he said like, he'd, he'd rather have this than the ankle. So perhaps he was talking about the rehab, I was asking about like trying to play through it, you know, what's it take to play through it. Um, But nonetheless, it's, it's something. And Lane is a tough, tough, tough dude, but I, I can't tell you how this is going to affect him because I've never played right tackle in a playoff game with an adductor injury. So
1: what do you think you would do best at playing right tackle in a regular game, (laughs) playing, playing a different position in a playoff game, or just doing anything through an adductor injury. Which of the three parts of that thing that you've never done is the most difficult?
2: Well, I would say anything is a very ambiguous term, so doing anything through an adductor injury would be the the route I would take. I would probably there's probably activities I could do with an adductor injury that would far exceed what I could do as a right tackle or any position playing in a
1: playoff. Okay. Playoff. Freaky. All right. Uh, and if you had to play a position in a playoff game what position would you play
2: long snapper oh, or i'm sorry not long snapper holder 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 that's
1: a high profile thing everyone's depending on you don't you think you, don't you think the team would be better off just like making you a wide receiver and forgetting about you and just keeping you out of the play um if you're the holder the and abs. you blow it everyone's like everyone's talking about you it's a, it's, it's a yeah, high profile you don't worry job. about
2: that i i mean if you're worried about everyone talking about you, you you and you're worried about the pressure you shouldn't be playing in a playoff game as it is right you know that's i guess you. i guess you could
1: that. just be the holder and then they choose not to take goals. or or, guess, or what's the worst thing that could happen they miss four straight extra points
2: i mean you know you run you run to the fire you don't run away from it right so oh. in this case like uh, you know, ask ask not for a lighter burden, ask for broader shoulders. I, if if I'm the holder, I would learn how to hold. But I I said holding because I I think like I'm physically capable of catching and spotting a football um, with enough practice. I I don't know if if I'd be particularly good at anything else on the football field, but I I am confident that I don't know if I'd be good at it, but I think I could if if like I was the last person that they could get holding
1: it, I'd be like, okay, I can hold. How do you feel about this, Marissa?
3: I feel like this is a combine activity. We have to test out when we're all in indie.
1: (laughs)
2: Wow. I, I, I I gotta tell you, I, I know someone
3: that could snap you the ball. Perfect.
2: I've really tried. Can he pick it? I've, I've really been trying recently to, to like, before we come on the podcast to like gather my thoughts. Have have some notes to go to. And it seems every podcast, I'm throwing off my game in the first segment. And I don't know, yeah, I don't but know I mean, where it's going from. So
0: This is
1: no different than ever. Right?
2: I thought playoffs, we would talk about something other than fast food and pizza gate and all that stuff.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah,
3: but it was Newsy. Your mistake. Sirianni opened yeah. that box. That wasn't Bo. You know?
2: That's
1: exactly right, Marissa. Thank I you. thought
2: that was a perfect third segment conversation but
1: hmm. well that's you, that you, you invert it that's the <laughs> yeah you got that's how you do it. You know, that's <laughs> Fair art. Enough. you take Fair enough. what's been what's been made and you remake it. Fair don't enough. Just this is not paint by numbers. All right. Uh let's take a break. We'll come back we'll refocus. We'll talk about what it was like watching these games this weekend, the actual matchup, how you feel about it, big picture thoughts as the Eagles move on.
0: you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer. If you ask us make the right call and get the service you deserve with discover limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events. We've got the spot. Our partner StubHub has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, back on Birds with Friends, Bo, Zach, and Marissa. And Zach, we uh, heard from Nick Sirianni about what his Sunday was like. Tell us what it was like from your perspective watching that Giants-Vikings game. Uh, A Vikings team that we have talked about as, um, you know, not as good as their record all season long. A Giants team that we have seen twice, although really only once uh, at close to full strength. Uh, Seeing them perform so well in that game, how you felt about immediately about the the matchup with the Eagles and uh, just like initial thoughts on on how things turned out for the Eagles over the course of the weekend.
2: I thought that was a good scenario for the Eagles and not to take it away from the giants. They're better than I certainly anticipated going into the year. And that's a very well coached team. Uh, and they're going to make it tough on you. But I think the giants were the, were the best outcome of the potential opponents they could play. I the said the best, that before, better
1: than the Seahawks.
2: Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Once, yeah, once
1: the Seahawks had lost. Well,
2: Yes. Okay. At, at, at that point. And I say that before seeing the, the egg that Tampa mm. Bay laid last night. Um, but uh, that said, the Giants are a different team than the Eagles. Saw both those games, right? Week fourteen, like that secondary was missing some key parts. Um, it was it, w- it was not the same team personnel wise that the Eagles will see this weekend. What did I think watching that game? Uh, D- Daniel Jones, the way he ran the ball was uh, was really effective. Um, that that really put pressure on the Vikings offense. I'm sorry, the Vikings defense rather. Uh, I thought that the receiver Hodgkins just kept making Im- impressive plays. They were a, w- a well-coached, disciplined team, good in situational football, like their aggressiveness, like the Dables' ag- aggressiveness overall. Thought um, defensively, mm-hmm. they didn't blitz as much as I expected them to. I, I haven't looked at the uh, numbers that the number breakdown from that game, but you know, their I- second,
1: I- their, their second lowest blitz rate of the season, fewer okay. than twenty percent.
2: There you go. Uh, was that in your piece today? I have not it yet was, read yes. that piece. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's only like 1100 words. I can imagine why you weren't able to just make a, make five minutes for it, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, you've been sick.
2: <laughs> I also have like... I'm really trying to maximize my time in terms of my writing. I jotted, I should have, I should have read. Well, you
1: retweeted the- it. I mean, now people know that, that you're just blind to retweeting and you're not actually reading the things that you retweet. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You, you I, cats I, out of the bag. I know it's understand. I, I don't mind. It's, it's no skin off my back. Bo, I just, I, I trying- feel bad for the, the listeners and your Twitter followers who would the, the, like the curtain has been lifted. Now there's no, there, you know, there is no Oz. What you're, what you're doing is instigating
2: and I'm not going to fall for it. Okay. Um, I, I promise you, I will read that by the end of the night. I have two. the moment has
1: passed. You don't need to read it I have two stories.
2: I, the moment has not passed. I came out when I was in the locker room today. Then I drove home where I started working on, uh, two stories that I have coming up in the, in the next two days. And, Okay, and then at four o'clock here, I started jotting down some thoughts that I would share for the show. Mm. But I probably in that That's time. That's interesting. One
1: way that piece. you could have prepared to for the show and jotted down some notes on the matchup could have been the piece about the matchup. But okay, um, for next time.
2: <laughs> so they didn't blitz as much as I expected them to, and I imagine they're going to blitz quite a bit more against the Eagles uh, this weekend, considering. I don't want to say that's an Achilles heel of of the Eagles because they've been able to combat it, but that's probably been the most effective way to play against this offense so far.
1: Yeah, so that's – I mean, I thought the Giants looked really good in that game. Um, I have never seen Daniel Jones throw the ball so well. Um, I didn't think he had that in him, and uh, Mm -hmm. the numbers back it up. It was basically the second-best performance of his entire career after uh like a, a random week 16 game against the commanders in 2019 uh and it came in the playoffs so you know maybe maybe there's something else that he has in him that we didn't know he had and and the coaching staff um is able to build something around that i think i i think the the giants offense is um i don't know if less worrisome but like, it's a good unit. They were top 10. In, they were they were 10th in DVOA, but it was the Vikings defense. And the Vikings defense was bad all year long, 28th in DVOA. Um, I, I think that for all of the, like, minor complaints we have about the aesthetics of the Eagles defense, they seem pretty well suited to match up with this this Giants team offensively. The Eagles do not do well against scrambles. They've been the second-worst team in the league against – Scrambles in terms of um, some of the uh, per play metrics, and so that's the thing that they're going to have to worry about with Daniel Jones. He only did it twice in that Week 14 matchup. That's uh, something that will be on their radar this week. But I, I like if if Daniel Jones is going to beat the Eagles by throwing to Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slayton and let's say like Richie James against C.J. Gardner Johnson, Darius Slayton, James bradbury you take your cap, okay? Like that happened. Um, on the other side of the ball. It is interesting, um, and it, 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 this went for the offense, too. Their their tendencies, they broke them on both sides. Um, you said it, Zach, they blitz much less frequently than they did. Um, they've actually started blitzing less frequently over the past few weeks since that Eagles game, but that was their second lowest of the season. They played much more zone, um, and Dexter Lawrence is a game wrecker. Uh, that guy's awesome. Um, the Eagles are pretty well suited to handle him, too, but I think that if you're worried about this, it's that this this Giants team is not really who we saw in Week 14. Two of the Eagles' three losses this season have been rematches against NFC East opponents, so this is a thing that is in the air for them. All of that said, like this is exactly what you fought the number one seed for. The Eagles are rested. They are, for the most part, healthy. They are at home they are playing a you know a giants team that has one fewer day of rest than normal coming off a trip to minnesota if they can't win this game they should be ashamed of themselves uh they they are they are the more talented team everything is lining up in their direction there might be some things that make you nervous but matchup wise the eagles should be able to roll in this game i think yes
2: i, I agree with i agree with that sentiment specific to this game and then overall about the Eagles' position, and I was talking to you about this before the press conference today, right? If, if you told someone before the year that they would have Daniel Jones and potentially Brock Purdy in their way of making the Super Bowl, you would say, where do I sign up? And I kind of feel that way uh, about this Giants matchup, that as well-coached, as tough, as, as like all these positive adjectives you can use for the Giants, they're still a team that has deficiencies personnel-wise, uh there's still a team that that has has not been like particularly impressive metric wise this year. Uh they've they've won some close games. They've they I I give them credit here but there probably isn't a matchup here where you say the Giants have a decided advantage, right? Now the Giants have a good defensive line and Dexter Lawrence is awesome and he's he is the, the type of defensive tackle who uh can give Jason Kelsey problems, but the you know the Eagles have seen Dexter Lawrence in his career, right? Um, it's not the first time they're playing. Leonard Williams is a good player. I mean, uh, Thibodeau is a good player. But you know, I I, I think that the Eagles uh, are well positioned personnel wise. They're well positioned schematically. They have more. They have more rest. Uh, I I don't look at the way they played in Week 14 and say that's how this game's going to be because I think it could be different with with the secondary looking different for the Giants. Uh, but I, I I think that the Eagles might not call passing plays on 10 of their th- first 13 plays if the Giants were uh, at full strength in their secondary in that game. So there's a lot of things that I, I think the Eagles uh, can and should or, or, or can and will do differently, but I just think they're the superior team.
1: Yeah, remember after that game, the Week 14 game, um... Some of the Eagles guys were talking about how they even they were a little bit surprised at how effective they were able to be running the ball against that Giants defense. Um, it was like it, that was not going to be a big part of the game plan. And then it started working. And so they stuck with it. Um, I I don't know what to expect from like how the Eagles are going to attack this Giants defense exactly, because I think there's going to be a feeling out process on both sides from the Eagles perspective, seeing if this is going to be a blitz heavy game from martindale uh you know a, a man heavy game or if it's going to be like it was against the vikings and then from the giants perspective figuring out exactly what level of jalen hurts they're getting in terms of his willingness to run and the eagles willingness uh to call runs for him but the one thing that is like a glaring uh like huge opportunity for the eagles in terms of matchups uh the giants have gotten killed by tight ends all year long yes you saw tj hawkinson in that game had a big game Um, you know, they, they committed real resources to stopping Justin Jefferson. It's not so easy against the Eagles, because if you pick stopping AJ Brown, um, then all of a sudden you've got Devontae Smith, but you got to worry about both of those guys. And I, I expect this to be a huge, a monster Dallas Goddard game.
2: Well said, I, I spoke to Dallas today about that concept and there are, there are two things. First off, there's that giants defense, which has been susceptible to tight ends. Uh, and then in addition to that, the Eagles. Zone beaters this year have often been quick passes, right? And part of that is is to Goddard. and, and, and that's a, a topic that I, I discussed with him. He said there are some times when like he he helps out in the blocking, but then there's some times when he, he he leaks out and he's that quick option. and it's in those situations, if you can beat one guy, it, you know, avoid the tackle on one guy. Then you have a big play in front of you. And he, so, so, so that excites him. So I agree with you there. Um, I, I, I think that there are a lot of things in this matchup that, that favor the Eagles, but, you know, there was a lot of things in last week's matchup that might have favored the Vikings,
1: right? So, uh, so, so, so time will tell. Okay. Um, I guess any other thoughts on the, uh, games from this weekend, Zach?
2: Um, I mean, Jacksonville, uh, what a comeback! What thing. a great game, yeah. Right, great uh, play calling down the stretch by Peterson. I, th- I thought the the fourth and one run was just so well designed.
1: Huge play there uh, was and, not surprising. and really perfectly in conjunction with uh, Kalen Kaler's story on the Eagles' quarterback sneaks today, uh, yeah. which everybody should read because that is like that's exactly what they were telegraphing, and they played yep. off that tendency that that people are picking up on. Exactly. Yeah, highly recommend reading that. Um, I, yeah, I, we can get I, to that in the next segment. Some yeah. specifics. But. Uh, and,
2: and 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 by the way, I think Marissa said that the next segment there's a, a a long break, so I will have your story read during that break. Okay.
3: Oh, the first one was the long one,
1: but yeah. Okay. So I mean, you're not reading the stories, and you're not listening to what Marissa's saying. I mean, it's this still tough... two minutes. It's still two minutes. Yeah. He was sick right. yesterday. He was. Yeah. Let's give. Let's cut him a break. Um, oh, I scared
3: Zach uh, on Saturday night after that big Jaguars win. I said emergency pod, and Zach thought I was serious, and I said,
1: I'm in, yeah, yeah. I, I and Zach was uh, like, Wait a second,
3: are you serious?
1: Yeah, I oh, had gone up to dinner. God, I I'm had. Uh, pulling up my saving Belichick here. Let's <laughs> no, no, I had gone up to dinner right. that
2: night. Um, yeah, I, I, I was not ready for a podcast, uh, but uh, I thought that. I was not surprised by the two point conversion. It seems some people were. Uh, it's the exactly broadcast, namely, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what I expected, and and, and look, they won. Well, especially, I mean, they got so the
1: they got the penalty, yeah. so they got to exactly. the yard line. Like of course, exactly. like Doug is that's an automatic for Doug.
2: Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so so that was a a, a good game to watch the uh, the Miami Buffalo game earlier in the day. Uh, Weird one. No, that was yeah, yeah. the. uh I, I haven't watched the Mike McDaniel press conference yet. Um, I saw that I, I saw some quotes come out from it, but the the amount of times they were late with the play call was yeah, just was horrible in that spot. And I know you have a third string quarterback really weird. out there, but yeah. Man, and it was like I, at the end of
3: the game; it was like ex- in a critical it was like situation. A fourth and one, like you're like yeah. supposed to have that play ready to go, right? That shouldn't be a hard decision. Exactly, right?
2: exactly. Yeah. exactly.
3: I was a little disappointed. By
1: the way, you know. the, the ultimate uh, bulletin board material for the Giants and probably why they won. Um, somehow we let them go undrafted in the, in the uh, playoff draft with Greg Rosenthal. We talked about them, but we forgot about them in the, in the last round. And so they joined the Dolphins as the two undrafted teams. Somebody, we lost a win, probably me, I think I would have taken them over the Seahawks. Bad job by me.
3: I have a question for you guys what do you make of the whole playing a team for the third time this year like do you think it will be that changes things
1: i think i think the numbers bear out that it's a little bit overstated that it's not like uh if you it's not harder to beat a team three times than it is any other time um i would also say that like if you're playing a team three times that means they're a playoff team and they're a good Good enough team team to be in the playoffs right so they're a hard by definition, a harder team to beat three times, um, but also in this specific matchup, that second time wasn't really right. a okay. matchup. Um,
3: For both sides, the Eagles weren't doing things, and the Giants weren't right. doing right. So. Like if it, if
1: the if if the Giants were the exact same team, but they were in the NFC West, and this was the first time they were playing, I probably would feel better about the matchup than than I do. Oh, huh. yeah, but I don't know. That's probably just like psych- a psychological thing. Yeah, I think if there's
2: uh, uh, less talent disparity between the two teams and you're looking at like a two 13 and four teams or you're looking at a 13 and four and a 12 and five team uh, something of that nature then yeah the odds would tell you that in those games um, it's probably hard to beat that team three times I think when there's more of a talent disparity in San Francisco Seattle is an example of this by the way uh, San Francisco is just a better team in that game. And I think the Eagles are simply the better team against the Giants. So uh, Seattle hung tight in the first half, but then I think you saw the differences in particular on the lines of scrimmage in the second half of the game. And that very that that may very well be the case um, in this Eagles-Giants game. Well, the Giants are a little stouter along the lines of scrimmage, but I just think the Eagles are the the better team. And I think that will be apparent.
1: Yeah. And that's sort of why I think, I think we won't see a simil- the same offensive game plan from the Giants that they had against the Vikings as they will have this weekend um, because they were passing much more on first down against the Vikings. I think they thought that they were a better team. Um, against the Eagles, I think they're going to want to limit possessions. I think they're going to want to try to run the ball a little bit more and shorten the game if they can. And from the Eagles' perspective, because they're the better team, I think they, they want to uh, you know, make this game as many possessions as possible. Okay. All right. Let's take our, uh, our second break. Come back. We'll talk about uh, Swooper. Talk about Kalen's story and uh, any other thoughts Zach has on media. We'll we'll, well, we'll talk about
2: your story as well because that will be right. Okay.
1: All right. Back on Burns with Friends. Both Zach and Marissa. Let's look back at the impromptu Swooper sorecasting for Wildcard Weekend. Uh, a great bit of benevolence by me to allow this to even happen and uh, you know, in service of the show. Um,
3: I mean, it was so exciting. So thank you.
1: You're very welcome. (laughs) So Zach, you had the three backup quarterbacks starting this weekend throw for at least 971 yards. Uh, That did not happen. At least one home underdog wins outright. You got that one on Saturday night with the Jags. And then you had Doug Pearson calls a trick play and this did not happen. Uh it was it was defined as a non-quarterback pass, a non-skill player position target. Uh flea flicker, hook and ladder, not on the last play. Unfortunately, the misdirection on on fourth and inches does not qualify as a trick play. I think even you would would agree with that, right?
2: I mean, sure. For the sake of conversation, yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh well, well, it's interesting you say for the sake of conversation and then shut down the conversation. <laughs> For the sake of moving on, really. For the sake warm. of moving on. Okay. Okay.
2: Man, you're on it today, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show. I said I like Chick-fil-A and all of a sudden. Really. <laughs> that's still in my head, by the way. I I, I wasn't
3: Yeah, I didn't know Hobby <laughs> Lobby was a bad thing. we to have to like go to go well, different places. now you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wasn't taking a political. I mean stage. you're married to a Michael. You couldn't just go to yeah. Michaels to oh, begin but with. But I
3: go to Michael's too. Like I go I mm-hmm. like all those, you know, I like the little signs in the house, you know. Like all of that, so yeah. All right, I'll get my my okay. somewhere else.
1: Uh, and the Eagles are the only NFC East team remaining in the divisional round. Uh, obviously, that did not happen. Uh, Marissa, you had all five home teams win on Saturday and Sunday. Didn't happen. Doug Peterson goes for and converts at least two fourth downs. You got that. That's one to tie Zach. Uh, you have the you had the Eagles play a Saturday game next week. So when the Giants won. Yes. You went to two, took an advantage over Zach, and then you had Josh Allen throws for the most yards of any player. Sealed bid, first price auction. You went way high, went to twelve, and, and you
3: made fun of me it for it. L- second uh, week in a row. That serves Bo box, me right. Yeah, serves me right. Last week it was it was Zach's thing,
1: and but this- it wasn't over. You had it. You had it going into Monday night. You had well, Josh I just Allen out
3: that I, I I beat it by one point. Oh yeah, I'm getting the- there. <laughs>
1: unbelievable a bit of a bit of sense of drama please (laughs) so heading into monday night josh allen had 352 passing yards the most of the weekend yes i had and that would have given you three you had two i had the nfc teams outscore afc teams this was tight i had the giants vikings game is decided by three points or fewer it didn't happen i had mike mccarthy is no longer the cowboys head coach Obviously, that wasn't going to happen after he won the game. Although, if he does get fired later in the playoffs, I'll get that point then. And, uh, you know, we're all very popular on social media. We get all kinds of mentions. And yet, when uh, Kirk Cousins throws short of the sticks, about two yards on fourth and seven, I don't think my mentions have ever been as on fire as they were. At least one of the following two things happens. Kirk Cousins commits an ultimate Melvin moment or Josh Allen is not the leading rusher among quarterbacks. And so it didn't end up mattering because Daniel Jones ended up running for more yards than Josh Allen. However, do we agree that that was a melvin I
3: mean, I would have to say by the reaction of the sickos, I would give you that.
1: (laughs) I wasn't expecting it to be a a consensus Melvin Oh, because that's such an expected thing for Kirk Cousins to do. It wasn't like something we've never seen him do before. But you know, I, I'll 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 see to the crowd.
3: I'm just glad that there wasn't like a two points hidden in there that you didn't. If both hit, you didn't get mm, two.
1: Should have been okay. So I had one, you had two, maybe three. And at the end of the game last night, after the Bucks recover the onside kick, Tom Brady needs 25 yards to overtake Josh Allen, or to tie 26 to overtake maybe. And if they score a touchdown. The NFC teams will outscore the AFC teams. And so it's all coming down to that last drive. And Tom Brady threw for 24 yards. One shy of Josh Allen, no touchdown. And so I can finally say, I've been on the fence for this for like 25 years or so. I have finally decided I don't like Tom Brady. <laughs>
3: Well, I was not even like, you know, the onset kick happened. Screw I didn't that didn't guy. Think of it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. He might actually get there. And then Deniz is tweeting. And every pass, I was like, Michael, how many yards is that? How many <laughs> yards is that? I got my calculator out. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty fun. But, so you uh,
1: got it. And so you are now, you got a three Same point victory. Yeah. You are up to five points. Zach is at four points. I'm at eight points. We've got a three point week coming up this weekend. It's getting tight.
3: I could I could tie you this week. You could tie me. Oh yes, I'm ready.
1: Mm. All right, Zach, how uh, do you feel down there? Yeah, Zach's very focused.
3: He's reading his the other stories. He's up. No, attention.
2: I I already read that one. It was a good piece by Bo. Um, yeah, I I like the Dexter Lawrence chart in there. I thought uh, <laughs> I I I thought the Gannon stat at the end was uh, was revealing for this weekend and show why this weekend might be different than last weekend. So yeah, good use of True Media. Good writing, quick. I recommend everyone read it. And I'm sorry it took me
1: this long to read it. You know, I'm a little torn here, Zach, because I'm, I was giving you gut for not reading it because it was short. But now I'm a little bit offended that you were able to just breeze through it so quickly.
2: <laughs> I can't win today, right?
1: Um, so,
2: yeah, I thought you wrote a good piece. I read it. It was uh, fine. Yeah.
0: Get some uh, Now out early now in the week, I,
2: Playoffs. I, I've had this discussion with you and Shio, I think, off air. Maybe it was on air. Uh, but for some of these types of stories, sometimes like you don't have to read the intro. Um, you know my picks column sometimes, Mm. right? When I I don't do the I didn't read the intro because I I start I started I wanted to get to the Mm. to each bolt. so I I read the the uh, bullet points. They're good. Daniel Jones. Okay, yeah, I take offense to that. I figured you would. You'd find a way.
1: Uh, all right. Here's a here's a game of of twenty questions for you guys. Okay. Uh, Shiel came down to the Novocare complex last week. Um, he's working on a story. I wasn't sure that he writes anymore, but that's good to know. Um, and we asked Zach if he wanted to uh, come to lunch. Zach had brought lunch. So, uh, Shiel and I went to lunch. We walked, as, as I was walking in and waiting for him to come in, somebody walked out of the establishment. I would like you to both play twenty. I would like you to play twenty questions as to the identity of the person who was walking out of the establishment as Sheil and I were going to get lunch.
0: It the
2: establishment you went know. to.
1: Yes. Oh, you oh, you want to know where we went? Yes. Penrose Diner.
2: Okay. Would it be I, somebody like
3: I Penrose know? Yeah, I'm not
1: going to ask you to play twenty questions if you don't know who the okay. person is.
3: Okay. Well, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> take you take an might.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You go first, Mercer. Um,
3: is it a boy or a girl? Man. It or has to wolf? be
1: a yes or no question.
3: Okay. Is it a oh man? I was yes.
2: offended by the. Uh...
3: <laughs> yes, you said yes.
2: Yes. Is okay. he in the media? No. Is it a player? Yes. Uh, is he an offensive player?
1: Yes.
3: Is he an offensive lineman? Yes. Is it Coyote Aoshika?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Isn't that hilarious?
3: Yes. Did she recognize him? No. <laughs>
1: Did you say hello? Of course not. I had to be. I was like, do you know who that is? <laughs> Wait, you didn't say hello.
2: No, I'm not going to bother the guy. I think if if someone recognized Koyavashik at the Penrose Diner on a Friday afternoon, he would it's okay be thrilled. He Seriously, thrilled. yeah. Yes. I mean, how many people do you think are stopping Coyote at the Penrose Diner on thousands Friday or Friday afternoon? Yeah, I mean, Marissa, come
1: on. that was very good.
3: I once once I knew his offensive line, I like had a had an inkling. It was. Coming off
1: Swooper, when you're hot, you're hot. You got it. Yeah. What was the soup of the day? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Uh, I remember noting this in my head. <laughs> uh, I can't remember.
2: It'd be I funny wanted... if it was chilly.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not chilly. Uh, what, uh, what jumped out to you from uh, Kalen's story, Zach? Uh,
2: a number of things. First off, the uh, the Jason Kelsey nugget about moving the ball. Um, and
1: Yeah, that it's like I, a known I, thing around the league. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, 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 thought that, I thought that was fascinating. The sour grapes from... Like so many other teams, I found fascinating. Um, but yeah, a little clip, unbefitting, yeah. But the clip that, it, it, in terms of Jason Kelsey moving the ball, and and Kalen put the clip in the story of uh, Greg Williams on the sideline in that Jets game from 2019, going absolutely
1: berserk. It's a well-adjusted guy. <laughs> um, yeah, that maybe, was maybe f- maybe focus a little more on uh, you know actually figuring out what you're supposed to do on defense instead of complaining about the ball being moved to half yeah. a yard. Um, yeah i i i i thought um, the blood zero uh, at the end of the game
2: yeah the the voice. now so i'll i'll like i i thought it was a really well done story a lot of the perspective from the eagles you know i i've i've kind of heard bits and pieces of uh this season right it was the perspective from other teams that i thought from at least from me reading it i really enjoyed because uh, a lot of that I did not know, you know, in, in terms of, you know, the other teams and
1: yeah, and the, the league sent out a memo in the middle of the exactly. season because people yeah. were complaining about it so much.
2: So, yeah, so that jumped out to me, but, but, but really well done, really recommend it. And uh, there's gonna be more stories from more of our national writers over, you know, this week right. and the upcoming weeks that make sure to check out. There's, we're going to have
1: uh, all hands coverage here. Yeah. But also, you know, don't forget about, don't forget about your bread and brother. Like, you know, don't, don't forget about who, who brought you, you know, Zack Berman's not got him. you covered too,
2: and Bo Wolf. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. We got we got some good. Beowulf I think it'll be a
1: good that. test of Jeffrey Lurie's uh, juice in the league to see if they change the rules on this over the over this over the off season.
2: In, I, I, I don't know if I would go that far. because okay. I don't think it's like an Eagles specific thing. I, I it's it's not.
1: But they do. You know, they do it more than anybody else.
2: But but my point is is like now that I would say the same year, about
1: ineligible or man downfield. But
2: like I don't think it's something that only the Eagles can do. I I would imagine this is going to be something that more teams really work on, really focus on during this offseason. season. Um, and 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 part of that's why the Eagles have have been so clandestine about what goes into it. But I mean, with everybody steals in in the NFL, right? Um, so I, I don't think this is, uh, a a type of thing. That's an exclusive advantage for them. They're just a year,
1: a year farther along than some other teams. Right. And they spend more time on it as, as Kalen outlined. So, all right, Marissa, how was your weekend?
3: Um, it was great. We moved home back to New Jersey. It doesn't
1: sound that great. It sounds awful.
3: Well, pa- the packing was, Michael okay. actually was very helpful. I have to give him a big mm, shout out. The he-
1: Dunn Moving Company.
3: Yes, the Dunn Moving Company was very helpful. Um, so yeah, still trying to go through all my clothes and stuff, but um, almost all settled back in. Um, and yeah, so happy to be back. There's some good games on this weekend. So uh, it was nice to just relax and watch some football. And who was, it was Michael weird not for? having a pod. It was like my first Sunday without mm. a pod and since July pretty much, so. That was weird.
2: What's the biggest difference between New Jersey and Cleveland?
3: Um, well, I could smell my mom cooking food right
2: now.
3: (laughs) So yeah, we're at, we're at my parents and, uh, it's pretty glorious because our laundry gets done. Our dinner, my mom texted me earlier today. What do you want for dinner? I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) So yeah, that does not happen in Cleveland. That's Um, nice. But yeah, it's nice to see family. Um, Everyone, my little cousins were very excited. Michael was home. They played with him on Sunday. They played football, uh, this little football game with him, and Michael finished and said, that was actually really fun. They were like seven and five. <laughs> so, he was
1: really moving them.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Was, like I was crushing like,
2: I, could, I forgot how good I am. Yeah. If um, if Michael was yeah. at a, a Jersey diner on Friday afternoon and someone came oh. up to him and said, Michael Dunn, what would his reaction be?
3: Um. Like you probably know my wife's family. That's probably what his reaction would be <laughs> because I have so many family members within our town. I have like a hundred relatives uh, in the town. live okay. So I think that's probably how they would know him. Not to like pump up myself or anything, but
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it probably would be a the weekend. This is a week of Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, important question from uh, the truth. What's the NBA jam update?
3: Uh, so we brought it in. Um, It's not been taken out of the box yet. That's something he has to do. Um, but it has a whole little setup in the basement. So, wow. Yes. Yeah. We'll see if that, uh, occupies a lot of his time this off season, but he's already gone back to test. He's already uh test sports club. Give them a shout out, um, mm-hmm. and working out. So
1: Michael Dunn which is says, cause
3: then I have some like free time in the afternoon, <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. How's your weekends? Your first off weekend in a while.
1: Yeah, it was good
2: kids, yeah, got, kids got sick,
1: but Zach got sick yeah. too. So, you know, yeah, that stinks running around. Yeah, it was a tough. It was that yeah, good to watch? Good, good to watch games. Had some, had some friends over. It was a nice. tough 36 hour
2: period there for me. Put the definitely put me behind the eight ball from a work perspective. Uh, there was a lot that I had planned on accomplishing Sunday and Monday that I did not, but uh,
3: you can't control getting sick, Zach.
1: That's exactly right, yeah. Marissa. I agree with that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I tried fighting through it. My wife was was like so frustrated at me because I'm like, I gotta, I gotta write this. I gotta write this. And then like I couldn't, yeah. I I I couldn't write it. But um but feel great now. Excited for this week, energized for this week. Was excited for this podcast before the first segment, but
1: um (laughs) yeah, feel great. Gotta get get yourself some waffle fries. Feel feel better. (laughs) Some Polynesian sauce. (laughs) I mean look look we don't need to go down that road. Yeah like uh, like did you watch the World
2: Cup this year?
3: Ooh, good one, Zach. <laughs> you
2: know, does that mean that 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 like you believe in everything? You're allowed to yeah.
1: fight back. Thank you. Go ahead. Keep no,
2: going. I'm, I'm just saying that you paint me no corner because I I I like a chicken sandwich and waffle fries. It's that I'm separating the art from the artist. Okay. I'll put it simple. Okay. Put it simply. Yeah. No, I'm I, I, please no further win or anything like that. I was just <laughs>
3: From the top rope,
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> I thought you were gonna go on, get on a roll there, about you?
2: no, 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 i I don't want to be rude that I just i I, yeah. I took umbrage to the beginning of the other of pod, but and I was so excited for the uh, for the playoff <laughs> discussion, right? like i I was real pumped.
3: Zach, uh, I have two questions. Are you excited yeah. a that it's an eight fifteen game, which means like probably a four a m pod Oof. and b Eli Manning... We'll
1: be back in Philadelphia. Oh, Zach is gonna have a pep in his step. He's gonna feel it. He's just gonna know that his buddy is within
2: the um, same building. So don't love that it's the night game, but if, if the crowd likes it, I'm happy for that. Right. Uh, I mean in the in the playoffs. I hate you, it. I hate you, that it's a night game. You you uh, recognize that it's yeah, it's you're you're gonna have these late nights. Now the divisional I'm sorry, the conference championship would be three o'clock if if the Eagles want. So it's a little better. That's the oh. earlier game. Um but yeah I mean i I've I've been pretty honest about this. I love Sunday at one. And and also it's one fewer day now that we have to it's write it's gonna be
1: like a 4 a.m podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm
3: ready. Uh
2: and then um uh, as far as Eli I can't imagine Eli Ah uh, you will see Eli if Eli saw me, he wouldn't know who I am.
1: Oh, come I, um,
2: on. You're the guy who came uh, up to him in the cafeteria that one time. In Albany. I actually uh, – Mike Garofalo was in the uh, – at, was at the Eagles facility today, and I brought that up with Michael, uh, and he, he was laughing about it. Um, but, yeah, I I mean, I mean that was in 2000. I haven't I've, I've covered Eli since 2011, since 2010, 2011. He's seen a lot of like uh, – short reporters who ask bad questions in that time so come on um so i yeah my guess is he would not remember me but uh i watched eli i i i actually i would i'll admit i fell asleep last night um during the game but i had that uh i had eli and peyton on when i fell asleep last night so
1: Hmm. all right i have a real eagles question for you zach sure you know this will surprise you let's say the eagles do lose on saturday night hmm how would you view? And assuming that it's not like you know, Jalen Hurts gets injured, it's uh, they they just they get beat. How would how would you view this season as a whole, as in terms of a relative success or not? Uh,
2: great question. Um, it would be a bad, it, it would be a horrible outcome. Be a, I mean, they can lose in the conference championship game, and I I, I think even if there's disappointment. I think it's. Although, if it's, it's Dallas, easy. yeah, let's, yeah, let's, we can get into that. You can't that. swallow that, yeah. But losing to the Giants at home, when you're the number one seed, they're the number six seed. You're you're seven point favorites. You beat them twice already this season. Uh, you're that much superior to them. You have this great path to the Super Bowl, or I shouldn't say that this more inviting path than you've had in recent years. Yeah, Eagles can't lose this game. This this would be this would be an utter collapse if the Eagles lost this game. Uh, I, I don't think that's hyperbole to suggest that I think differently if they lost next week, but I, I think that's why I, I'm not saying like this is super bowl or, or bust. It, you're gonna, but I, I do think that losing to the giants, this is, it's like, it's definitely conference championship or bust.
1: I think, yeah, I think it would be an absolute disaster if they lost, because lost this game, the way that things are lining up. Um, there is, there's, there is no excuse to lose this game. And I think I, I, it's hard to say, and maybe our listeners can chime in, what would be more painful, a loss this week or a loss next week to the Cowboys? I think that would be more painful. Um, I think if you get beat by the Niners. Uh, well, here's the other question, Zach. Who would you rather face next week, the Cowboys or the Niners? I'd rather face the Niners, and I know
2: that's yeah, a controversial So, so thing, would I. Um, But... I'd rather face the seventh-round rookie quarterback than – I think the Cowboys are a high-variance team. I thought they could have lost to the Bucs last night, but I think when they're on, they can really put up points. I think that there's a um, a coaching – I don't want to say a coaching advantage because the Eagles have a really good coaching staff. There's a coaching mystery when you go up against the 49ers. You haven't played them yet this year. There's things that you'll see, things that they can do mm-hmm. that's different than facing the Cowboys for the third time. But I think the 49ers would I, – I would rather face – Rock Purdy than Dak Prescott. I guess that's the most succinct way to put it.
1: Yeah. I think I agree with you. Um, I think I think the Niners are a better team. Yeah. But like if the Cowboys were to go to San Francisco and win, that's a dangerous team.
2: As as as, as you were saying in the initial question, other than Jalen getting hurt, right? It actually made me think. That's why I paused before. Uh, here's a two-can-you name. Two-can-you name the last time that the... Eagles had their opening day starting quarterback finish their playoff game.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I guess the uh, the Chips' first year, Michael Vick, when they lost to the Packers? No, that was uh,
2: Chips' first year. They, they lost to the Saints, and Nick Foles was the quarterback. Vick had started the season, so it uh-huh. wasn't that. At 2010, they lost to the Packers. Vic was the quarterback, but that's the year that Cobb started. Kevin was the, Cobb
1: started. So it was, so it was yeah. 2009, the Donovan McNabb, they lost to the yep. Cowboys? Yep,
2: 2009. So if you think about all the playoffs, they were in the playoffs in 2010, 2013, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2021. Actually, no, uh, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. Last year, Jalen Hurts. So oh, yeah, I, I, I totally oversaw last year. I apologize. Yeah, but there was a real
1: competition <laughs> over the summer with Joe Flacco. I remember that. <laughs> all
2: right. So so we, so we, those five. So I should say before last season. Um, it's it's funny. Last season's playoff game seems to get forgotten a lot. Um, but uh, <laughs> all right. Sorry about that one. But yeah, before last year, it had been uh, since 2009. So that goes to show you that uh, they've had to turn to their back of quarterbacks quite a bit.
1: Bo's I up right something there. Here. No, I was thinking about the, yeah. okay. I was, yeah, I was confusing the, the, when they lost the Packers on the throw to Riley Cooper. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Eagles legends, speaking of, uh, Chick-fil-A lovers. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of birds of friends. We'll be back Friday morning. Is that what we're doing? We're back Friday morning, and I promise you it'll be a better pod on Friday. Okay. What are you talking about? This was great. This is a good one, Zach. People
2: like a little spice. Yeah. It's up for debate. Um, But yeah, uh, Friday, we will have the injury reports. We we don't usually get to do the pod the day before the game. So the the hay will be in the barn, so to speak, in terms Mm. of our stories. Um, It won't be one of these rush jobs that we typically get where it's like we have a thousand things going on at once. what a shot at all of our podcasts. Oh, it's not a, <laughs> a it's of them just, rush jobs. No, how many times are are we rushing to the mic,
1: hmm. right? Like off season. That reminds positive. me of a good uh, story. Um, well, sorry, finish your finish your sentiment.
2: Yeah, so I I, I feel like a, a morning pod. There's definitely going to be some juice there, and we we haven't set the time yet. I mean, I I, I could tell you guys, let's do five a.m. Right? Um, hey, I don't
1: think sign uh, let's we get get the kids to school first, if you don't mind. <laughs>
2: Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a good pod and uh, excited. We'll, we'll break down every angle of this game and a, a lot to discuss. Look forward to it. Uh,
1: the story it reminded me of is um, Rachel was starting a new job um, and her boss was giving her, you know, like passwords to different things that she needed to sign into. Um, and so she asked for one, and and uh, the boss said, "It's uh, oh, it's HNJ, J." It's like okay, H N J. And then she writes it, and I'm like, "Hand J? That's the password is Hand J?" And the uh, no, 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 H-N-J, H-N-J. Like the password is Hand J. All right, there you go. So always remember that one.
2: Dynamite drop in right there.
1: So, uh, all of our passwords in the wolf house are H N J, and J. <laughs> Obviously, not. So, there you go. You said rush job. Got me thinking. So, you connected rush job to that? Yeah, they both end in job. <laughs> the story, right. I, I, it, it, I had remembered it earlier today. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird.
2: Well, you're lucky we're not in different seats here, man. If if I gave that story, if I gave that story, Marissa, what would his reaction be?
3: Oh, this pod would go on for another (laughs) thirty minutes.
1: (laughs) I would. I would imagine it was coming off the national championship game, and you were watching a little little Saban in the booth. Oh
3: my god!
1: All right. Thanks for watching. (laughs) All right. right. That'll do it. For this episode of Birds of Friends, we will see you Friday morning here on YouTube or in your ears, wherever that is. And for Zach and Marissa and Rachel's boss, Rachel's boss, and Nick, uh, we thank you for listening. We will talk to you later, and as always, we look.